In the Word on the Go is brought to you by New Growth Press, the publisher helping every person grow closer to Christ. What does it look like to be yourself and live in the freedom of Jesus during those middle and high school years? In her latest book, Be Loved, social media influencer and speaker Emma May Jenkins chronicles her high school journey through sports, work, school, friends, and even navigating the lunchroom, all while living out her faith. Find your next read to encourage you in your faith and learn more about new releases at newgrowthpress.com. This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm your host, Champ Thornton. Whether you're listening by yourself or with the family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I get to welcome Trevin Wax. Trevin is Director for Bibles and Reference at Lifeway Christian Resources and Visiting Professor at Wheaton College. He's also the Managing Editor of the Gospel Project at Lifeway Christian Resources, a pastor, contributing editor to Christianity Today, and the author of several books including This Is Our Time and Counterfeit Gospels. Trevin lives with his wife and children in Nashville, Tennessee. If you'd like to learn more about Trevin and his writings, check out trevinwax.com. Trevin, it's great to have you on the podcast. Wonderful to be with you, Champ. Thank you for inviting me. I have been looking forward to this, and I'm looking forward to hearing what verse you have for us today. So the verse I've chosen is uh, something of a life verse for me, Psalm 1914. Uh, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. So Trevin, if you were to put this verse into your own words, how would you paraphrase it? What would that sound like? Well, I, this is a, a verse that, that really encapsulates a lot of thoughts that I have in the morning as I'm praying. Hmm. I'm thinking about my words and my actions. And so the way I would paraphrase this would be to say, Lord, help what I think and what I say today to bring you glory. Um, I, I think, and then if I were to add one other thing into that, it, it would be, I need you to be my strength in doing that. Because um, the psalm ends and that verse ends with this, Lord, you are my rock and my redeemer. My other translations say strength and my redeemer. Mm-hmm. In other words, there's no way that's going to happen unless I have forgiveness from you because you're my redeemer mm-hmm. and unless I have power from you because you're my, you're my God and my king. Wow, that's good. So how has this verse become important to you? You mentioned it's sort of a life verse. What's the story there? So um, I, you know, back when I was a teenager, I came across this verse, and it became something of a of a of a constant prayer, um, something that I I would use over the years. But in my preaching ministry, um, I was I served as teaching pastor at our at our church for two and a half years, um, very recently, and every sermon that I would preach after we would read the biblical text together as a congregation, when we would pray, this would be my prayer. I would pray this uh, because I. It was a reminder to me of just the importance of of preaching, even though it's not a verse about preaching necessarily. It can be applied that way, right? Um, and it's uh, and and just about how serious our words are. You know, Jesus in the New Testament talks about the seriousness of our words. You know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And mm. you think about James talking about the tongue. 
and uh, um, um, setting forests on fire. And so there's a lot in the Bible about our words. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot in the Bible about our thoughts. Right. This psalm, though, is a bringing together of the biblical teaching about words and thoughts into a prayer. And it's just perfect, just perfect. And so I just, I keep coming back to it. I love it. So let's read it again. This is Psalm 19, the very last verse. I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. God's word says, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. So Trevin, bring us into the rest of this psalm. What's the context for this verse that ends the entire psalm? Yeah, this is a, um, Psalm 19 is is one of the most beautiful psalms that we have in the Bible. Um, I mean, C.S. Lewis calls it one of the greatest poetic masterpieces from a literary standpoint. It's just absolutely stunning. This is the psalm that starts out with a very well-known verse, the heavens declare the glory of God, you know, and the skies above pro- proclaim the work of his hands. Right. So um, it begins with this, the, the psalm begins with a, a, a praise to God because of his creation. Look at creation. Look at what God has made. Hmm. Um, and then it shifts in verse seven to um, uh, to talking about the the law of the Lord, the word of God. Hmm. Um, you know, the, the the law of the Lord is perfect, renewing one's life. The, the precepts of the Lord are right, making the heart glad. Uh, the fear of the Lord, it goes into this this meditation on so first you have general revelation uh the you know all of how the whole world is is declaring the glory of god and then you get to to the special revelation what we would talk about the bible being you know that um this is god's word to us and it is pointing uh to christ's glory and then once you see yourself in light of god's general revelation and his special revelation suddenly the the psalm shifts into a very introspective moment and in verse 12 the psalmist says, who perceives his unintentional sins? Cleanse me from my hidden faults. So it's almost mm-hmm. as if the psalmist realizes, I've got these hidden sins. I've got willful sins. Lord, don't let them rule over me. Um, realizing I am imperfect in light of this perfection. And then it ends with the prayer. May wow. my words, may my thoughts be acceptable to you, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And so um, that that prayer comes at the end of reflection on the beauty of God's world and the beauty of God's word, and then the sinfulness of our own heart and our need for God to to redeem us and change us and make us new. That's a great introduction to this psalm. Makes me want to go back and read the whole thing. Yes. So if you were to take this verse and turn it on its head, I'm curious, what would this sound like if it were saying the opposite? Sometimes that helps us think through what it really is saying. Yeah, you know, you mentioned something earlier before we started recording about how, you know, if screw tape were, you know, if this were, uh, if demons were wanting to trip us up, and what would they right. say? And I think they would be working to make the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts um, be displeasing to the Lord. And the mm-hmm. way that they uh, would be doing that would be our meditation, what we focus on being on things that are worthless, not necessarily sinful, but just worthless. Hmm. Um, you know, things that are not worthy of our focus. Uh, when it comes to our words, um, a, a lot of words, I, I know we immediately think, well, the opposite of this would be that our words would be sinful, um, mean-spirited, hate-filled, um, hurtful to other people. And yes, that is one way that this prayer would, you know, would would not be true. Um, but there's also just our words being careless. Hmm. Um, Jesus speaks of the careless word, right? Um, uh, our words not being intentional. And and I take that really seriously because I'm, I'm a guy who talks a lot, you know? <laughs> I write a lot. I talk a lot. ask people around me. I'm extroverted. I want, 
I am a talker. I'm a writer. I work. My, my work is words in a lot of cases. Right. And so, um, so this is a, it's something of a, of a prayer, but also a warning for me. And then one other way that, you know, screw tape may turn this around would be that the Lord not be my rock and my redeemer, but that someone else be there. Mm. That I be relying either on my own strength mm-hmm. and power or on the power of other people's words. Um, um, that my, that I would, uh, not be dependent on, on King Jesus, uh, to live the life that he's called me to live. And so I think that's another way that this verse would be turned around. That's a good caution for all of us, whether we're uh, talkative or not talkative, extroverted or introverted, that is a prayer for us all. So if you were taking your kids to school one morning and you were discussing this verse with them, what kinds of things would you be saying to them before they got out of the car? Yeah, I, I think I'd be saying, um, you know, watch, watch your words, lean, lean on the Lord as you're going to have times in this day where you may um, be, be thinking, um, uh, you may have your focus or your meditation be on something that is not um, worthwhile and not going to, to grow you in the Lord. Um, there's a, one of my, my favorite musical version of this song hmm. is uh, sung by Fernando Ortega. And he combines it with Philippians 4, which talks about whatever we think, um, you know, what that we need to be thinking of whatever is true, whatever is pure, whatever is noble, whatever is uh, trustworthy, whatever, that we should think on these things. That's a great song. And I love, I love the juxtaposition, the bringing together of both of those verses, because um, this isn't just about our words, it's also about our meditation, <laughs> the meditation of our heart, what our mind is focused on. And so um, Fernando Ortega's musical version of this verse, it, um, the fact that it combines that with Philippians 4, I think is 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 um, a good way. And so what I would do is I'm, if I'm talking to my kids about what they're going to be thinking about, what they're going to be saying, I would want to bring both of those verses together to say, this is something to consider because our words have power, our words have meaning, and um, um, our thoughts are what give uh, uh, are what fuel and, and motivate our words. And so we need to uh, um, be constantly reorienting ourselves to the perfection of the law of the Lord, to the beauty of God's world and creation, so that we're seeing ourselves in light of Him, and so that our words are bringing Him praise. That is such a helpful connection. It has been great to have you on the podcast. Thank you for sharing your heart with us related to Psalm 1914. Would you just close our time, Trevin, by praying this verse for us all? Absolutely. Father, may all who are listening today, may the words of all of our mouths, may the meditation of all of our hearts, Lord, be acceptable to you, pleasing in your sight, Lord. You are our rock and you are our redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Let the words of my mouth be pleasing to you, pleasing. Thanks for listening to In the Word on the Go. This episode is brought to you by New Growth Press, which aims to bring gospel-centered resources to every church and home. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.